Good Sunday evening. Welcome to another edition of Sideline Junkies. Sunday Rise. Look at that. I got it right today. It's me. It's me. It's the big guy KG riding solo on this Sunday evening. Just wanted to drop through to say hello. Uh, drop a few tidbits that couldn't wait until Tuesday. And, you know, I really wanted to get your week started off right. I got a little bit of energy in me. So in turn, I wanted to project some of that energy out into the world, that good energy, that type of energy to make you jump up and shout, you know. So without further ado, let's jump into this. We're here for a good time, but I ain't going to be here for a long time. You know how I go. So first and foremost, this had to be said. Washington signs Bobby McCain, free safety formerly of the Miami Dolphins. They signed him to a one-year deal. I believe it was $5 million. Not bad. He's versatile. We needed a free safety. This is a signing that I, when I found out he was coming into town, I said, don't let this cat leave out of town without getting him signed to a damn contract. And I'd be damned if Riverboat Ron did not do it. In Ron, we trust. Let's just say that. In Ron, we trust. I am just like super geeked about how this offseason is going because not only do we have guys that are starters, we have depth at every position. I don't feel bad about the quarterback position. I don't feel bad about the uh, the running back position. I don't feel bad about the receivers, the tight ends, the O-line. I don't feel – I damn sure don't feel bad about the D-line and the linebackers. Every need that I was worried about this offseason, going into this offseason, coaching staff and management has addressed. Now, Bobby McCain visited Washington Monday, four days after he had been released by the Miami Dolphins. Uh, now, he comes in. He's going to play alongside William Jackson III and drafted corner Benjamin St. Just and third-round strong safety Dirk Forrest. Not to mention he'll be playing back there with the the, the people's corner, Jimmy Moreland, Landon Collins, uh, DeShazer Everett. He's going to have a litany of guys back in that secondary rolling with him. Um, I didn't want him to get out of town. I am absolutely positively grateful that we signed this cat, and it's not going to cost a lot of money. I think $5 million is a damn good thing. Uh, I got no problems with this sign. I, I just, I'm happy about it, and I don't get happy about off-season signings. I'm old school uh, when it comes down to off-season. I mean, I remember in the 90s winning the off-season three, four years in a row, you know, Super Bowl teams, what everybody said, and we didn't finish above 500 or we finished at 500. You know, these years, my adult years have been marred with up and down seasons from Washington. A lot of people get geeked up about 10 and six. 10 and six is a mediocre season to me because I grew up winning 11, 12, 14 games. You know, I grew up not losing very often. I grew up in the hunt nearly every year to being happy over 10 and 6 10 and 6 does not make me happy 11 and 5 you might get a rise out of me 13 and 3 i might even crack a smile 14 and 2 i might jump up a little bit but if you give me 15 and 1 
I'm not looking for an undefeated season. 15 and one, undefeated in the division. I'm I'm going to jump. I'm going to roll. I'm going to probably dance a mean jig. I probably dance like Jackie Wilson if you leave it up to me. So you know, but I don't normally get happy about uh, off seasons. But this is one off season where I've, I'm very very excited. I'm happy. Um, I like the way it's going. It's a lot of optimism in the air from the fan base. Uh, we got people that are actually giving us comments and, and compliments on the signings. And I think it's absolutely beautiful because they say, you know, hey, y'all going to make some noise this year. And I'm hoping that's the case. 79 last year, and I love to turn it around and go 11 and 5 this year. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'll take 12 and 5. <laughs> I'll take 12 and 5. You know, something like that. I, I just want to have a nice record and storm into the playoffs. I don't want to back into the playoffs. I don't want to have to go on a six, seven win game win streak to get to the playoffs. I want to be comfortable going into the playoffs where we, we, you know, we're riding high. I don't want to be like uh, Pittsburgh when 11 straight and then go one and four, the final, you know, five games and then lose first round. I don't want that. And yeah, I'm picking on Pittsburgh, but I don't want that. I want to, I want to sprint to the playoffs, and when we get to the finish line, I want to just let up just a little bit, catch our breath, and then sprint. That's what I want because things are going on in D.C. We got the Caps winning last night 3-2 over the Bruins, okay? Wiz kids clinched the AFC in uh, uh, the NBA play-in game, and they make that's, going, that's a playoff team. If the Nats can turn it around, they'll be a playoff team. The Mystics will be a playoff team. I want every team – to make the playoffs in DC and be in contention for a title. I want them to be serious contenders. I want, I, I want to make my title town USA t-shirt so I can wear it proudly. Even though I'm not a Nats fan, I'll still wear it proudly because that's the home teams, you know? So that's my hope for this upcoming season. And if it can happen, so be it, but damn it, let's work on it. And I don't want this to be no one year wonder. I want to, I want this, to be what happens and what we're dealing with for the rest of the decade. So for the 2020s, this is what we're dealing with. Where you know, the teams just keep getting better and they're, they're serious contenders. I wanted to be like the eighties. So uh, moving right along, got something that came across from uh sports center ESPN about Kyrie Irving. I read the comments of everybody and this is the statement. He says, I'm not going to lie to you guys. A lot of stuff is going on in the world, and basketball is not the most important thing to me right now. There's a lot of things going on overseas. All our people are still in bondage across the world, and there's a lot of dehumanization going on. So I apologize if I'm not going to be focused on y'all's questions. It's just too much going on in the world for me to just be talking about basketball. I focus on this most of the time, 24-7, but it's too much going on in this world not to address it's just sad to see this shit going on. It's not just in Palestine, not just in Israel. It's all over the world, and I feel it. I'm very compassionate to it, to all races, all cultures, and to see it. To see a lot of people being discriminated against based on their religion, color of their skin, and what they believe in. It's just sad. Now, a lot of people went at Kyrie, you know, basically... Why don't you just focus on basketball? You just talking. That's all you are. You just talking head, you know, this, that, and the other. And I I, I kind of 
I don't like people like that. Because you get mad at Kyrie for being self-aware because you feel he's not entertaining you. He's focused on world things. And I understand this is a sports show here. Not a problem. But sometimes we, 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 we jump off and we talk real life. Last night on the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs, we talked life. And, you know, we talked about seeing the world through the eyes of a child as opposed to, you know, when you grow up and you think about those same things. So, we you know, we talked about life. So quickly about life. You see things that affect you and it changes the way you look. You know, you think about it. You got money, you got cars and women and all that. But then you start opening your eyes. You start seeing more, but then your third eye starts opening. And you see the world totally different when that third eye is wide open. That's what people don't understand about Kyrie. They call him crazy off his rocker because he speaks up and he speaks in a way that you don't understand. That's because your third eye is closed. You're not seeing it from the way he's seeing it. You claim it. Oh, he's on drugs. He needs mental help. But whenever something that somebody says and you don't agree with it, it's always they're on drugs. They're crazy. But I know a lot of people that were called crazy as some of the smartest people that I've ever met. My grandmother used to tell me all the time, I ain't got nothing but a third grade education. But she was one of the smartest women that I ever met. You know, it, when it came down to life situations, that's where it came from. I know people that went to college and got three, four degrees and they dumb it in a box of rocks. So for people to, you know, you go to the comments when they talk about Kyrie, when they talk about LeBron, just read the comments. Don't comment. Read the comments and you'll see what I'm talking about. People bring up things that don't have nothing to do with nothing and they don't stand for nothing. But they always bashing somebody that's trying to stand up for something. And I believe the quote goes, a man that believes in nothing will fall for anything. Kyrie is a man that believes in something. And I, I support him 100%. I don't think he's crazy. I don't think he's funny. I, I think he's spot on. It's a lot going on in this world and too much to be focused on 24-7 basketball. So I don't I don't have a problem with him saying that. And I understand what he's saying. Everybody was focused on this quote-unquote gas shortage. And I, 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 I talked to the boss, BJ, talked to my wife, talked to my brother-in-law. We, You know, we sat around and we spoke about it. And I said, you know what's funny? What are we being distracted from? And we sat there and we racked our brains and we looked around and we looked online and we started reading articles and things. And it was things we were being distracted from that were happening while everybody's focusing on the gas show. It's like, look at the left hand. But look at the things that was going, you was missing what was going on with the right hand because you're looking at the left hand. And that's all Kyrie is saying. He's saying it's, it's not just about what's going on in Israel and Palestine. It's a lot of things going on. A lot going on. That you can't just focus on basketball. This stuff is hurtful. I mean, if you're from the DMV, the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area, we got kids disappearing. We got people getting shot three, four, five times a day. The, the, the murder rate is up 33% in D.C. That's something that we need to pay attention to, not basketball, football, and things like that. We got to pay attention to taking our hoods back. You know, that's what he's meaning. It's more to life than just sports. You got to focus on those things. We got to focus on keeping each other safe. 
keeping our family safe. That's how that's how I'm taking what he means. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I don't know. But that's how I'm taking it. And for those, you know, want to call me fake woke. Slim, I've been woke since I was 15. So don't ever call me fake woke. I've never changed my views, no nothing. Now, I'm here I am, 39, get ready to turn 40. That's almost 25 years of knowing the truth. You know why I know the truth? Because I sought it out. So don't ever, ever come to me with that fake woke stuff. Don't ever call you. You know, people call people fake woke because they speak facts. And that's what they call Kyrie. They call LeBron fake woke. And I hate it. And people say, well, hate such a strong word. No, I meant what I said. I hate it. You can't hate on that because that's they're doing. They're hating on somebody that has a different view than them. So I'm just being me. I'm just saying Kyrie says something. And it's one of those things you got to look at and you got to say, you know what? He might be right. Let, let, let me listen to what he's saying before I start saying, you know, oh, well, I don't believe in none of that mess, that mumbo jumbo. He talking and the, pay attention to what he's saying first. That's all I'm saying. Get a dude a chance instead of calling him fake woke. OK. So. We're going to move on, uh, sticking with the well, we're going to stick with basketball. Last night we had uh, the 2020 Naismith Hall of Fame induction uh i had to record it because i i was in no shape to watch uh kobe's wife vanessa uh give his speech and mj induct him i was like nah i can't do it i'm already emotional not gonna do it but uh i got it recorded i got tonight's 2021 one uh, ready set to be recorded um but i gotta i gotta throw shout outs to mike breen KG, you know, big ticket was always my man, but most importantly, Mike Wilbon. I've been a Wilbon fan since I was a kid. Him and Tony Kornheiser pretty much, damn it, raised me reading their articles in uh Washington Post. They raised me. And then not to mention hearing them on the radio and things. Uh Tamika Ketchens, always been a fan of hers. Of course, the greatest power forward of all time, Tim Duncan. Uh the aforementioned Kobe. Um and the speech that uh, Vanessa Gay was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, then we got the 2021 class, Ben Wallace, the first undrafted draft, undrafted player to make the uh, NBA Hall with a Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Chris Bosch, Chris Weber, long overdue. Paul Pierce, he's never going to shut up about that. Uh, Tony Kukoc, and they say that was done by International Committee. I don't know if you could give him uh just straight nba career but his basketball career as a whole tony should have been in there lauren jackson from the wnba yolanda griffith and this is crazy because yolanda griffith i i i used to uh i used to um imitate her you know it's, it's kind of funny you say well how you a man you imitating the woman because not many women or men rebounded like she did and the way she cleared out space under the basket I imitated her a lot. I love some Yolanda Griffin. Um, Bill Russell went in as a coach, Jay Wright and Rick Adelman. And let's not forget Rudy T as coaches. You know, some of the greatest players and coaches went in and some of the greatest contributors. TNT, uh, NBA on TNT went in as 
uh, informative uh, collection. And I'm like, that's absolutely beautiful. But then this is what made the weekend for me. Outside of Kobe going in, which we knew Kobe was going in. We knew no matter what Kobe was going in. We knew that. But what made the weekend even better? Jalen Rose and C-Webb made up on ESPN. They buried the hatchet and the beef is done. Finally. It's like the brothers have gotten back together. The Fab Five is back of being a family now. And I'm I'm happy to see that. I mean, it, just knowing that, hearing that, seeing that made me uh, absolutely positively. <laughs> it made me smile. It made me happy being a, a, a Fab Five fan. So, you know, congratulations to everybody that made the whole. Damn it, you, 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 you deserved it. It's where it's supposed to be. And I'm, I'm just glad to be a part of seeing most of these people in the hall. I've seen most of them play. And it's great because you can say, you know, I've seen so-and-so's whole entire career. And you can say, you know, that career was Hall of Fame worthy. And that's a lot of players that, you know, I think a Hall of Fame worthy is still not in. But that's another show for another time. But um, congratulations. And I, I'm 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 looking forward to going back and watching everything. Uh, probably tonight after Godfather of Harlem, I can go back and watch everything. But uh, sticking with basketball, gotta send congratulations out to one Wardell Stephen Curry for securing another scoring title. Uh, to be honest, I'm gonna be real with you. If Bill didn't get hurt, I don't know if he would have won it. But he joins elite company in Wilt Chamberlain, Magic Johnson. I'm sorry, not Magic Johnson. Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Michael Jordan as multiple scoring title winners and championships. At this, you know, he he has multiple championships and multiple scoring titles. Nobody else did it, but other than them four, he's in elite company. Now, a lot of people will say he's a top five point guard all time. Let's not get crazy. He's a talent, but let's not get crazy. Because these point guard lists is, you know, they, 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 they flow it. Let's just say that any, any point guard list that you don't have Magic Johnson and John Stockton one and two. And I don't care which one is one. I don't care which one is two, but they better be one and two. Any other list that don't have them as one and two you're fraud because it's no way in four hills john stockton is not a top two point guard and he's the all-time leader in assists what does a point guard do assist <laughs> you know it's no way in four hills john stockton is not top two so i'm just saying and all-time leader in steals just saying so but steph man I could say so much about him. I, I give him a hard time because I can't. You know, I, I I love talking about Steph, but I can talk about him in glowing fashion also because, to be quite honest, coming out of Davidson, this dude wasn't supposed to be what he is. He was too small, too slow, uh, couldn't create his own shot, um, weak ankles. 
things like that. Now, he did used to have a lot of ankle trouble. That's been fixed. And he's going on to a Hall of Fame career. I'm just like, damn. They said that you wasn't going to be none of this. And you was like, okay, watch me. And I, I, his career is on such an upswing and it's going to stay there. It's absolutely beautiful to see. Like I, I, I can, I can heap praise on him. I, I get mad at him sometimes because he'd be taking some shots that if I was a coach, I'm like, no, no, no. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. But he can do that. He can do that. It's a, a, a change of the game. So, you know, that's cool. I'm with that. I'm with that. Uh, I, I People say he revolutionized the game. I got to say yes. But I say the, 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 the thing about it, yes, he revolutionized the game. But he got people thinking that everybody can shoot like that. But you ain't never put no time in the gym to shoot like that. You know, this dude got a shooter gene in him. Look who his dad is. His dad is one of my favorite role players coming up, Dale Curry. And I think Dale Curry was in Milwaukee at the time. And he torched somebody. I think he had like five or six threes. And they were clutch, second half. And it was like he couldn't miss. But he had several games like that, whether it was in Toronto, in Charlotte. It didn't matter where Dale Curry was. Dale Curry was a shooter. He was like Dale Ellis. You give him the ball, let him shoot, he going to knock it down. And he can knock it down from anywhere. Steph took that from his father and expanded it. And if you notice, whenever you have a superstar or you have a player, now you got a player, guy's a role player, his son comes along, makes the NBA, his son is always better than him. But when you got a guy that was an all-world superstar, their son never be, is able to live up to that hype. It's very rare. I think uh, Bronny might be the only kid that lives up to the hype of their father. That's what I'm thinking. But Steph Curry, 33 years old, second scoring title. You're going into the play-in game. Dog, go in there, pull a Black Panther, show them who you are. Talk your shit. I'm all for it. They ain't got to play the Lakers, so I'm all for it. Because the Lakers, I got the Lakers to repeat. But go in there, Steph, and do your damn thing. That's the way it's supposed to be. So with that being said, like I said, we was here for a good time, not a long time. So go back. Check out last night's Saturday Night WrestleManiacs with myself, the Nubian Sumo, uh, our two-man power trip edition, which was absolutely positively awesome because we just got to talking and mm, you got backlash tonight. We did our backlash picks, but we weren't really 100% happy about backlash because it's backlash, but just go back and check that out. I'm, I promise you. I promise you. You will not be sorry. Um, Go over to our Instagram, Facebook pages and check out the Sunday question. And it's pretty much why does LeBron? It's the same thing I asked about Colin Kaepernick. Why do you hate this man so much? And I'm trying to draw the haters out because I want them to see in print why you hate a man that's a philanthropist has opened up a school in his home city. Um, multiple time world champion. 
gold medal winner, uh, devoted father and husband, has not had any scandals, any baby mamas, any mistresses, none of that. Why is it that you hate him so much is my question. Is it because he called himself the greatest of all time? He said, I'm the GOAT. If you don't bet on yourself, nobody else going to bet on you. Is it because he's called King James? Or is it because he was called the chosen one? I mean, what is it? Because coming out of high school, we knew he was the chosen one. He was an absolute monster. I mean, this dude was destroying grown men. But I'm not going to get into it here. But go check that out. Give your thoughts on that post. Let it know, be known why you hate LeBron so much. Because I guarantee you the reason that you come up with ain't really a reason. So I'm the big guy, KG. I'm sitting here on this Sunday. Uh, I done went through my list. I got through everything. Oh, last but not least, uh, Kelvin Benjamin will be signed by the New York football giants. Um, he's switching positions. He's a tight end now. I mean, he's big as an old lineman, so maybe he's lost a little weight. But in the videos I saw, he was just as big. So we'll see how that works. Um, puts no fan in my heart as a Washington football fan. So um, whatevs, cuz. I mean, he's not going to beat out Evan Ingram for the starting position, so it's all right. Um, but until Tuesday, for the Tuesday night flight, I'm the big guy, KG. Thank you for listening. I don't do no overtime. I am out of here.